0: what's going on everybody happy monday happy martin luther king jr day i'm christian piles this is flow wrestling radio live episode three and uh busy busy weekend of high school and college wrestling and um willie willie and i just sitting there yesterday like man we can't wait we can't wait till the evening—not even the evening tonight—to get this going. We wanted to talk about the the weekend's action, and uh, that's why I got my main man Willie Sailor on the line. Willie, what is going on, buddy?
1: What's up, man? Great time of year, busy dual season—that's for sure—and uh, and a little bit of debate in the high school, in the high school scene. So um, <laughs> it's interesting, lots to talk about. Of course. Um, you know that last night uh i couldn't wait to talk about some of the stuff i said um so we said let's let's do it let's do it live in the morning let's have a little show and and hopefully people follow along and, and there's so much to talk about and and so much to think about so uh i think it's a good a good time to do something like this
0: yeah for sure and and it was a it was a good weekend um so, and it was duels, it was duels kind of across the board, some huge duels in, in the Chicago area, and we had uh, Oak Park and River Forest um, with, a, with a pretty dominant win over Clovis, the number five team in the country, and you're kind of in a high school ranking, man. I tell you all the time that I just don't, I cannot fathom the job that that is how you just have so many results to pour through so many states, so many weight classes, and the teams. And, and I just, I would not want to do it at all. And I love rankings, and I can't imagine um, the job. But you're kind of in in an interesting spot here with the number one team in the country. Um, right now it's Blair ahead of Oak Park and River Forest, correct?
1: Yeah. Um, and some, some people even say, based on my criteria, that... Uh, that St. Paris Graham should be number two, but um, that, I, that's not really feasible. But, and, you know, when it comes to high school rankings, uh, individual rankings, it, it's a chore, but there's some science behind it. Like, you know, just like any rankings, there's a process. And, and that's kind of my problem. Um, for, for those out, of you out there that don't know, um, I did have Oak Park with a farm when St. Paris Graham lost to Blair. I did have Oak Park... Oak Park River Forest number one for a week, and then I thought better of it, and I said, why do they deserve to go ahead of Blair? Now, in every every rankings process, there's a a process, um, except high school team rankings forever has been this this thing where no matter what the result is, you basically look at the team's composition afterwards and, and make an evaluation. Uh, so if team A beats team B, it's not, it's never, it never has been necessarily if team A team beats team B, they're going to be right ahead of them because everybody takes in account injuries and, and circumstance and lineup juggling and tournament format and this and that. And I, it just gets old, man. Like, uh, I think there needs to be more science behind it. I think there needs to be more accountability on the mat. Um, it, you know, when um, Christian Piles beats Willie Feller in a wrestling match, nobody says, "Well, yeah, but you know, if that if they wrestle again, Willie really will win." So we're just going to keep Willie rank higher.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, at least, at least, you know, as a simplified version, it, you know. If there's, if there's compelling evidence, otherwise, you know, if I won 10 national titles and nobody's ever heard of you, then that's one thing, but when it's, it's pretty good guy, when it's pretty good guy in the same tier, um, the winner, the winner is right above. So, um, why the dilemma for me, and I think you're a good guy to talk to you about this is, uh, should high school team rankings be a process or should be an eyeball test? Yeah. Well,
0: uh, I I think you can I think you can find a way to um, implement a process um, without going without just going with eyeball tests. I think you got to have some sort of method to the madness. And the thing with with Oak Park, um, it, you can't judge them. All right, here's the thing: they don't they didn't have Larry Early. Okay, that's a huge component um, of, of their team. A, a guy of that caliber. Um, and, and they didn't have him at Ironman and you can't just pretend Larry early doesn't exist and, oh, well they did, they didn't do it at Ironman. Well, no, they didn't do it, but they didn't have one of the best wrestlers in the country. So I think you've got to, and it's not, and that's not going by the eyeball test, in my opinion, to, to factor Larry early in, that's not the eyeball test. That's okay. Here's a, here's an amazing wrestler that didn't score any points at Ironman and that's not uh, you going out on a limb? He's proven time and time again he's got the goods to contribute on a on a national level, and and maybe even Alan Stallings as well is factored in there. I I watched that kid a bit, and he's a monster. So they didn't have either of those guys. So I I don't Absolutely. think I don't think you're going out on a limb. And plus, um, well, here's what here's how I do the NCAA rankings. Okay, and the the. Uh, well, let me, before
1: that. Okay, let's let's clear up the situation. Uh, Larry Early was out. Mason Manville was in. Mm-hmm. So since that time, Larry Early has come back, and Mason Manville has left the team. Right. Um, however, then you have to factor in Blair's replacement, Peter Beers, uh, at one hundred mm-hmm. um, and sixty. I would say that maybe he would have scored uh, some points, which I think is a fair assumption. Um, but all that, all that is conjecture. What if? With Larry Early wins an ankle first match, I, you know who knows. Uh, and, and here, so so if we're saying add Larry Early's points, take away Mason Manville's, add Peter Bierce, would Andre Allen Stallings have been in the lineup? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, he's hurt again. Um, all that is conjecture and projection, right? Now, since that time of Iron Man, uh. Zach Sherman, the 113-pounder for Blair, beat the Iron Man champ. Do right. we factor in those points? Do we, say, do we say, okay, well, we have new data, and that data says that if it was wrestled again, maybe Sherman wins that tournament, and he has more points than Mitch Moore. And do we say, we're Vandermeer, uh, who didn't even place, um, beat the Iron Man runner-up, Eli Stickley. Yeah. does do we give Ricard Vandermeer more points than Eli Stickley? Well, so um, it's all conjecture. When when in reality we had the tournament. The tournament existed, and at, and at the end of the day, the results were what they were.
0: Well, the the thing is, Willie, at, the team is comprised of of the individuals, and as the individuals make their mark and do well, that team improves. So if, if this thirteen pounder is is better, if he's now uh, a guy that wasn't on the national landscape and now he is, now he's a uh, you know yeah you got to count those points and that those will that will benefit that team. So no, it's just because they had a, a one tournament in early December. Those results are not like forever forever cemented as these guys improve and or uh, in the cl- case of Blair with with Manville as as the team gets uh, a little worse in that area. You, you've got to make those changes, and so, so I think, yeah, you can't just go by the one result. Yeah, they were all in the same gym, but it's, that's a little disingenuous when you consider the changes that teams and high school kids um, go through. So, um, yeah, I, I think you, you look at it, the, the, the changes these guys go through, and, and what I was saying for me, and it's easy for me because um, call drinking's are just easier in that I, there's going to be a tournament at the very end. And um, we'll figure it out. But what I do is, and since NCA's decides their team w- with a tournament, I just plug all the individual rankings into a, a tournament scoring rubric, and whatever it spits out is what it spits out. So, what, have you considered something like that? And maybe that's not the thing. No, How come? Never. Why? Why never? never?
1: Why not? Uh, because you You would wholly take away any of the solid kids, like a kid that's. I mean, I mean is it, let's say if you're in a dual format and this kid isn't ranked or isn't top it, you know, in an NCA to- scoring format, uh, they get points for being all American. That's top eight. So, but what about what about the solid guy versus solid guy? Who wins that match?
0: Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, that's what I think you want to avoid, maybe, to an extent. It's like
1: the, these yeah, guys, if you have two guys that are... I mean, high school, high school wrestling, team team rankings, uh, they come down to the lesser stars more often than not, as yeah. opposed to the stars. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, okay, I, I as I said, it's not you're, you're not beholden to whatever that spits out, but that's a part of the process. I mean, that can be, it can be a factor
1: in it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, okay. Okay. Once again, doing that, doing that is projecting. Projection. Okay. Like, it's projecting I, the, think, the
0: rankings you you created. It's just showing a, uh, uh, the very rankings that you put out there, which are, I guess, projections in a way, maybe. And you're just taking that and
1: synthesizing them into well, into team scores. Well, let's get let's get something clear. First of all, in, in individual rankings, um. I have a, you know, when you have a guy ranked third in the country and you have a guy ranked sixth in the country, uh, those are based off body of work and where I think they deserve to fall. And there is, at no point, <laughs> at no point d- does the ranking necessitate the result. Right? Uh, there's a ton of guys that are ranked seventh that I would take to be the fourth-ranked guy. Sure. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they projection. Well, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Like, teams, the, the Ironman tournament existed. If it didn't exist, I mean, if it exists, why don't we use that? You are using Showing it. Up, you're absolutely show you're using it.
0: You did use it, Willie. You used it. And now there's more information. Not, not, if, not if I move Oak Park ahead of teams that finished by To use, not, use t- it. yes, it is using it. To use something is not to be... Be holding to uh, exclusively for all of time, you still used it. This th- it happened, I, it, you factored it, in it, results.
1: It. Um, but, but that's what we have. That's what we have. That's that's I, I, mean, I mean Well here's here's, here's, here's your dilemma. Why why wrestle it if if a month later we're gonna say, well, if, 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 and if if that
0: it's not if it's they do have Larry Early. And here's the thing. You're you being um, Giving the Ironman, letting an uh, early December tournament tell the story for all of uh, this season, it, it's it's putting you in a box where I think, and I'll say it, Oak Park River Forest is the best team in the country, and you you might be leaning that way as well. Um, I think Oak Park. I think Oak Park is the best team in the country. Okay, and I'm not saying you should rank, b- because that's the way we feel. But it, it's getting to a point where everyone is now thinking that way. And because of one tournament in December, you in your in your process has it's prevented you from ever changing it. Because there's no no
1: no 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 not from for, not forever changing it.
0: Okay, so not what, changing so what it. would it require for for it to change?
1: Blair taking the loss.
0: Yeah, and that's
1: that doesn't Blair seem taking the like loss or, or or seeing that or, or Blair fading, the guys not performing. Well, um, but, uh, but, okay, so their expectations
0: being, you know, lowered. If their guys don't perform well, or what if OPRF guys, um, rise up and they're better and better and better and getting better and improving? So if you can have it one way where Blair guys take a step back, why is it not the same where if OPRF guys are, are taking a step up? Isn't that happening or possible? It's
1: possible. I don't think it's proven. Yeah. What 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 oprf guys, what oprf guys has have beaten somebody that they weren't supposed to?
0: Yeah, I, I don't. will tell you right it.
1: now. I'll tell you right now. Blair kids have. Yeah. Several Blair, Blair kids have beaten guys they weren't supposed to. Uh, <laughs> the the, the at thirteen and twenty beat the champ and the runner up at Ironman, yeah. so they flipped that result. They're exceeding expectations. They're improving. They're, they're proving that they're improving. Yeah. Uh Peter Beerce, Peter Bierce is doing is doing well. David Showing he's it was Iron Man champ, but he's even getting better. Um um the Monaghan kid. The mon Michael Monica <laughs> Michael Monica beat the kid that beat him from St. Pan's so they're all yeah. showing they're all showing that their level has raised. Yeah. This well, is absolutely no disrespect to Oak Park River Forest. No. And I, said, I think they're the best team in the country. But what I think doesn't really matter, I think what's proven on the mat is what should matter. If not, then I just play God. Yeah. And all rankings just play God and rank what they think.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a position I envy, Willie, and it's a tough call. And I think you are... Um, you're, you're being as fair as possible, given the circumstances, but um, there's some areas maybe we disagree on a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah,
1: I, I think I'm, I seem to be in the minority, but... Really? I, what, okay, I think, so I I, I... I mean, I think I don't, everybody...
0: What's that? I was saying, I don't look at other rankings for college or high school. What Where do other um, rankers have the team race going? Who do they have in first?
1: Okay. Uh, they all have, um, I mean, well, let me say this. There's, there's two people that I respect that do rankings. Um, Corey Haddad for, from AWN and, and Josh Law from Intermitt. and But I totally disagree with their with their thing. I mean, what do have, they have? I'm asking, what do they have? They have, they have, they have Oak Park River Forest, St. Paris Graham 2, Blair 3. They have St. Paris Graham, both of them have St. Paris Graham 2 after Blair beat him in a duel. Wow,
0: yeah. I don't get that. Well,
1: I mean, I don't get that. But, but I guess uh, I guess on the,
0: at the same time, you could say well, they're one and one. You know. It the, does the order of the win matter? You know, they beat them at Iron Man and then
1: they beat them at the duel.
0: Playing devil's well, advocate.
1: You, yeah, you could say that, but I mean, like, once again, if you have if you have two entities that are in the same tier, that are in the same stratosphere. Yeah. And one just beats the other. They just beat you. Yeah. They just beat you. And they beat you without Chaz Tucker. I mean, if you want to go that route and say, who didn't they have in the lineup? Right. you know, didn't they have Chaz Tucker? Uh, they had a very sick brand in DeLavia. I mean, if DeLavia goes 70, uh, the margin of victory is, uh, I, mean, I think it's safe to say it's bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't even have to go there. We don't even have to project because Blair won the bull meet. Right. Okay. Whatever. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. And, and, and we'll see, you know, uh, for me, uh, I, <laughs> I don't see any reason why Blair doesn't stay number one. I think Oak Park's road to the national title rests on Wyoming Seminary. If Wy- Wyoming Seminary wrestles Blair in two weeks in a duel, if Seminary beats them, then probably Oak Park-River Forest ascends to number one. Uh, other than that, <laughs> maybe we uh fly everybody out and have a duel.
0: <laughs> let's do that. Can we please? I w- I just, I just want to see it. Uh, I love a good duel. All right. Well, enough high school rankings talk. All right, that was good. Yeah, let's get
1: into it. let's get into your wheelhouse because there's been so much. Oh my gosh, uh, so much college. Uh, there's something like 50 or 55 dual meets this weekend. D1 and uh, there's a lot. Of- you st-
0: you still there, Willie? Uh oh, I think we lost Willie. One second. I'm here. All right, I hear you. You're cutting in and out though, buddy. I'm here. All right, cool. So, um, we, as you mentioned, tons of duels, and it, we're in the middle of dual season right now. Um, so where do you want to start? You want to start with that Iowa Illinois duel? Did you get to catch much of that, or any,
1: at least the highlights? Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't catch much of the action of, um, I can't get, to be honest, I can't get one of those, uh, certain things on, on, when Big Ten is on media time, I can't get it, so I don't know,
0: I didn't catch all of it. First world probs there. Um, so yeah, it was, the, the, the highlight, I guess, or the, just the, um, the climax of the duel was the 174 bout, Mike Evans was out, and that's something we're seeing, uh, this time of year. A lot of guys, um, studs that you don't really see them get injured. You don't know if they're injured. Just taking taking that rest, taking a little time out. We saw um, Ness didn't wrestle this weekend. We saw Meyer. We saw quite a few guys. No Nashawn Garrett. Um, Good
1: God. There's been so many guys out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tons of guys. So it's not like uh, no one's ducking anybody. It's just uh, I think the coaches see the value in rest and not making weight and not um, – you know putting themselves out there risking that's kind of going back to what we talked about in overflow so anyways Alex Meyer losing pretty much the entire match takes a, takes a single leg late he's down 5-3 in the last couple seconds he gets in on the single and and Brunson is just locked around the chest and he just stacks them up and pins them at the last second. Did you see this moment? And what did you think about the call? And did you see the Iowa, the coach brands reaction afterwards? Cause it was, it was, um, it was something else.
1: Uh, the, the clip I saw, there's a clip on, Iowa's um, the university's web website and the clip I saw, it looked to be a quick call. It, to me, it looked very quick um, but I, I think maybe that video was edited or s- something. Um, until other people have said it, it, uh, it was a legitimate non-control fall. Um, but I did read on uh, Iowa's message boards that I'm banned from by oh, yeah, the Um <laughs> If anybody has the power to reinstate me, that would be great. <laughs> free Willy. Hashtag Free Willy. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, that's a movie. Wow.
1: Uh, but I was reading on there that there was a lot of jawing back
0: and fl- forth, I guess. Oh my gosh, yes. The whole time
1: and, and The and guys were, you know, quiet in the crowd and, and making gestures to him and, and then when uh Meyer got the non control fall, I guess there was um some celebration and some, some the the Hawkeye bench was animated, but uh um man, I'm to Oh,
0: it was it was insane. I mean I think it's I think it's uh you know the, the brands and perry and i just think there's no love lost there i think that that's just a, a heated rivalry i think that's the the driving force behind the why both sides are so animated in this bout but yeah he gets the pen brands comes out uh tom brands coach brands in the middle of the mat and he hits the he does the classic you know gable like stalling warning like towards illinois and he's like kind of riling up the crowd it was it was crazy and it was kind of uh afterwards I just I just Well and like, what I, match was that? Was that the Clark uh, No no no. This is the um the, the Meyer the Meyer Brunson pin. So Brands is all fired up. He's warning you know, he's hitting them for stalling it. It was crazy. And like kind of it was just I mean, it was a, a bee's nest. Those people were freaking out. In I that. think good. I
1: like you know, and oh, people it's it, I mean, funny, old funny but I don't know. Some people uh they just they get upset when wrestling wrestlers are animated or with a you know, cocky
0: or uh, demonstrative, I love that. Eat it up, man. I mean, football. You love watching that stuff. Yeah, and typical. It, Coach Brand so honest. Afterwards, he's like, "I'm a poor sport. I'm a man. I'm such a bad sport." Like talking about how he shouldn't have done that, and he took the moment away from from Meyer. But it just shows you how just revved up these guys get in the corner, and they just kind of, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say lose themselves, but they just. Um, they're just so in, into the competition. So he he mentioned that. Um, he said, I'm a poor sport. And he was fired up after the – if you haven't seen the press conference afterwards, I mean, there there's not a uh, a Tom Brands press conference I'll ever miss if I can help it because they're just um, – they're the best. They're the best. I, I love them. They're the highlight of my week. So that was a crazy um, – Crazy moment in that duel where uh, Iowa looked good, not great in in victory. And uh, Clark, of course, loses to Zane Richards, who is kind of a a big story of the weekend. He uh, avenges his loss to Clark from Midlands. um, Really just kind of controlled the match. You know, typical Zane Richards really dictated the pace and and the ties and got to his holds and got a couple takedowns. and, And just Clark was just a little too little too late as we saw Richards fade a little bit. Against Clark, um, we saw him fade in in uh, in fade big time against Dardany. Right? Oh my gosh! And I, I tell you what, it was, it, it was a an, an all timer. Uh, I don't want to say meltdown, but just just Dardane just did not stop coming, and he was pulling, tugging on the head, and there was and a moment. Dylan Alton versus uh,
1: Brian Murphy meltdown.
0: Are you talking? You're talking Grahalis Alton.
1: Hollis
0: oh yeah Gri Hollis yeah uh it was it was in that vein so like sec so Zane puts Dardanes on his back for a four pointer just like um catches uh Dar- Dardane's was a little extended on a shot and just pow like pancakes him over for four then he gets a he's fading in the second right like he's tired you can kind of tell it and Dardane's is kind of smelling blood takes a takes a bad shot and Zane gets another go behind and he's up seven one. Going into the third period and um you know just Dardanes has not stopped coming 7-1 7-1 uh, one. One. then um he's up 8-4 with like 50 seconds to go 8 to 4 and he gives up like four takedowns in less than a minute goes into overtime He gave
1: up four takedowns in a minute?
0: Uh it was yeah, it was around that. That's absurd. It was it was it was four takedowns in the last period. I'm not sure if it was four in the last minute, but he definitely He did score four takedowns, uh, and then he gets the takedown and sudden victory. And it's one of those, does Richards have a bad gas tank, or is Dardanes? I mean, obviously, we know Dardanes is like a maniac, just doesn't stop wrestling for seven minutes. But was it just like a classic, um, just uh, Dardanes coming in hot, feeling great, and uh, Richards coming off a tough duel, just making weight again, um, was struggling? Or is this like something that... Um, I've never seen Richard's fade like that before. Is that something you've ever?
1: No. When I coming out of coming out of high school, I mean, in my scouting reports, I'd said that he's a six minute, seven minute grinder. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's um, a characteristic, um, you know, that he faded, and it could be circumstantial. Maybe sick. Maybe you know the weight cut, or you know whatever. Yeah. I, I don't. I, another one. I could be wrong. No. He lost his gas tank somewhere along the way. But, totally uh, my
0: thought as well. Circumstantial. That's not what I've... Dude, and here's the thing. Richards holds on. He's number one in the country. I mean, he was. he's, yeah. he's ranked like fifth or fourth right now, and he's going to... um, No, he's not going to drop any, actually, because he beat Clark. Um, I've got him fourth right now. He's the clear number one if he wins that because he's beaten Clark. He's beaten the top three guys if he beats Dardanes. He's beaten Shop. Clark and uh, Dardanes, yeah. if he holds on there, the top three wrestler. So he was that close to being number one, and um, you know, com- yeah, he had a, he, it is kind of crazy. But um, he looks good, man. And if I'm, if I'm Zane Richards, if I'm Illinois, I'm saying, okay, yeah, we let one get away, but we can win that match. You know, I mean, right. o- obviously, same,
1: the same duel, same duel. Uh, Will you make? Well, first of all. Isaiah
0: Martinez is out of terror. Oh, my gosh. He's he just ridiculous. He just, I mean, no, all right. I, I hate that I have to say this, and I'm not going to be one of those guys that says it all the time. Yeah. No, yeah. Di- no disrespect to anyone he beats, but he embarrasses guys, right? Like, he just, to- he toyed with the guys he's beaten. Now, here's it, the thing. He just goes, it's
1: like, he just goes and does what he wants to
0: do. Yeah, he's an animal. Here's the thing. Uh couple things. One, his best win all year is a good Cody Pack. Cody Pack is good, but he has not beaten, and this is not his fault, but he hasn't beaten an elite guy yet. And Cody Pack is
1: not yet elite. Mike Kelly is not well, yet elite. That's my question. that's my question for you. I see uh, in high school wrestling uh, all the time um, a wrestler that's very dynamic, uh, very D- refined and developed and uh, they tool and toy with 99%, 99% of the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And then when they hit number four, number three, number two, number one, they don't win those matches. Yeah. They don't win that. Yeah. They look they look they look, no, they look better than the number one guy in the country against the same st- yeah, an opponent. Yes, but when they wrestle each other, they don't win. The 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 flashy got to win. Yeah. So my question to you is, what do you make of Isaiah Martinez in his season? Uh, not hitting a lot of the top guys, but the guys he does hit, he tools.
0: Yeah. Um. I. You just don't get too carried away. You don't let the aesthetics of his wins tell the whole story. And. and as as good as he's been, it still just wins over Mike Kelly. It's wins over Minnesota's backup. It's a it's a win over Cody Pack. So y- you just gotta be. Um, it's easy to to watch him and be like, wow, is this guy gonna win a title this year? But you just gotta say, hold on, sl- slow down a little bit. Um, let's let's let him beat a, a top guy. Now here's the thing. Uh, 57 ain't great. Okay, I'm not. I hope I'm not stepping on any toes here. Um, Dylan Alton and Josh Demas were four and five and Brichette is six. Martinez probably could go up to number four in the country a- after this, just with um, Alton losing, with Demas losing, um, Brichette is in activity, and Martinez, for, I mean, he can't help it that you know he's not getting the opportunities. I think he's number four. So even if he's not maybe as, a, as amazing as he looks, or, and I don't know if I'm even saying that right, um, he he's still probably an, an all American top five guy, right? Like, um, yeah. It, it's just you know, it's it's not a, it's not an amazing weight. So uh, I you love know, him.
1: I, I said this to you um, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it just boggles my mind. Uh, what is the best weight? The best weights in high school are like one thirty
0: eight, one forty five, one fifty two.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, every year, you know, they they're like. The best guys in the country, and I just don't understand why. In my opinion, and for the longest freaking time, forty-nine and fifty-seven. In my opinion, is so f- underwhelming.
0: Yeah. With,
1: with the depth. Yeah. Uh, you go back.
0: Um. You go back to, you the, to the to the two thousand eight season. The 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 Metcalf, Caldwell, Jenkins, yeah. Yeah. and then that the next year at fifty-seven, it was. Um, Burroughs, Poeta, Lean, and Gillespie. Right. They were pretty but insane. That, that, but, yeah, that's, that's kind 30s. of...
1: Um, that's epic. Those brackets were epic. both well,
0: all-timers. Um, but, yeah, you're right. But you said 38, 45, 52. Well, those guys go up to be 65, 74-pounders. We're not no, s-
1: You don't no, think? They're, they're the same guys. All right.
0: They're the same guys. All right. All
1: right. Well, I don't have an explanation. Even, to, even go further, to even go further, those guys... Those high school guys that are the best in the country, and then in college, okay, so in high school, those weights are the deepest. In college, those weights are like the thinnest, in my opinion, and then that's the same weights we struggle internationally in the middle. So I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. It's weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know that we struggle. I mean, I consider 74 kilos a middleweight, don't you?
1: Well, you know, it's like I mean, it's it's middleweight. It's middleweight for worlds. I don't know if it's middleweight. Okay, well, put it this way. Okay, Metcalf won a match at worlds last year. It was the first time since like 2007 We've won. we won a match at a world championship at that weight. So yeah. I mean, that's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm getting. That at. is
0: like the middleweight uh, persona. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um... So I- Imar is like super, and and you watch more of him in high school. In high school, like I knew Isaiah Martinez was really good, but the the matches I ended up watching were him losing to Bo Jordan a couple times, and him the upset loss to to uh, Mark Hall. And I saw uh, only a handful of his Imar at at his best. So that's kind of what, uh, and now to see him uh, tear tear up like he's been a little underhook reliant, and maybe it's one of those things he can well, get to his uh, underhook. At any time, or is it going to be one of those things? All right, a little more film. D- stay out of his underhook. Let's see. Let's see what his second, uh, you know, best hold is, and what's what going to do then.
1: Again, mean, you were talking um, yesterday about a particular wrestler and him not making adjustments, and, and other people uh, maybe scouting him. Um, we're talking about a younger wrestler, yeah. Uh, scouting him after one year, and. Um, getting a read on him. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I'm giving away any, tr- uh, uh, Isaiah Martinez trade secrets, but, um, the thing that what he's been doing lately is going up a body and, and putting people in all kinds of awkward positions they're not comfortable in and just bullying them. Um, it's the same way he wrestled in high school. Uh, he, he seems to be doing it with much more confidence right now, though. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you what, the technique is much better. Somebody yeah. got with him. Somebody got with him. Uh, one of the, whoever the coaching staff was, and uh, I don't know if it's Perry or whoever, um, you can see the the, the, the improvement in technique. Because he did the same stuff at high school, um, but not as refined. It, there was things he was doing yesterday, particularly in upper body situations with his legs. His footwork from those underhooks and stuff. But anyway, um, you look at the Mark Hall loss, got thrown from upper body. Mm -hmm. You look at the both both Bo Jordan losses. He was thoroughly controlled. Could not get to his underhooks. You look at the Bo Nickel loss. uh, Again, I think he was uh, thrown. Uh, So, um, or or was that was that the case there? Anyway, uh, so so. uh, I'mar has always, always been a come-right-at-you type guy, upper-body stuff. Um, but he, he's much better at it right
0: now. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Um, I'm not going to throw him in the title-contending realm until I see him beat someone a little higher caliber. So moving on, um, let's look at um, Virginia Tech uh, loses to Iowa State 21-12. to And you were, um, I guess— pretty impressed with this result, Willie, and, and thought it was a pretty big story. And, um, I thought it was the
1: biggest story. I mean, I thought it was one of the biggest stories of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And maybe so. People love to hate on Iowa State. And I and, and every time, I don't know why. I don't know why every time they do good, I, like, smile. Because I just, I don't, I don't. Because they do underwhelm at times. And then and, and sometimes you're like, man, is this going right? And then other times, I just smile because I think, <laughs> they, they turn in results now uh, nobody's gonna crown the national chance for beating Virginia Tech but that's a really good uh, that's a really good win
0: yeah it's a good win interestingly um, th- there's only one upset and that was um, Weatherman beating Epperly, which is not even an upset it's an upset in rankings but Weatherman has beaten Epperly like two other times so it's right. a, it's an upset that isn't and um you know actually, um, Mastriani Moreno, that's a, you know, that's a toss up and, and Virginia Tech won that one. So it's like, if, if you look at the matches won and lost in your Virginia Tech, it's like, well, we really didn't do that bad. I mean, Devin Carter beat John Meeks, who is, is their backup nine, eight, of course, John Meeks was great in high school. Um, so, you know, him doing well, it's not terribly surprising, but Devin Carter just embarrasses most guys. So maybe just to off, um, off-meet for them, but really the wins and losses, you can't be that disappointed. At.
1: I, you know, it, it goes back to. I mean, you look at this duel, and when I saw the score, I was like, wow, 21-12? Like, it wasn't even like a one-match duel, right? Um, and then I look at the box score, and it's like, eh, yeah, that's pretty much chalk. That's pretty much part of the course. I mean, nothing, nothing shocking. Uh, so. Duels, you know, duels are matchup based, and and I wanted to get into this with you too, uh, because of this duel, and because of what I think it exemplifies, um, is this a duel that you look at and say, this is why a dual national dual national titles don't work. Dual, you know, it, team A will to be team B, and team B will beat team C, and the certain teams just match up well yeah. roster
0: wise. Right. I mean, if you have, and this is where. And you kind of discredited this, but if you have um, one team has you know a bunch of ranked guys, the other team has another, maybe has more ranked guys, and every ranked guy beat wins the match they should, but they have a better unranked, a guy that won't even qualify, guy that right. wins the title. What does that even mean, really? And uh, that that's why, I mean, duels, maybe they can be a part of it, but they are so matchup based and maybe not.
1: I wrote an article for win magazine a couple of years ago. I covered the clash and I wrote an article for win magazine and, uh, and I followed, I documented each case at the clash. you know, there's a million duels. there. Um, but I documented each cla- each case where the duels came down, the pivotal matches were between two kids that, you know, weren't very good. Right. Uh, and they decide the duel. So so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge, I, I shouldn't say huge, I do not like the concept of determining a national title based on duels, one Iona. No, no, I, I
0: and I agree, I, I thought that was um, a little short-sighted, but I will say I love duels, uh, du- there's nothing like... Oh,
1: I uh, love a, them, I love them too, I just don't think that's the best way to determine a national title.
0: Right, right, I agreed. 100%. No, hey,
1: one last thing. I know, I know you want to move on. Uh, no, we already kind of did move on, but uh, let me go back real quick. Go, go back. I want to hit something. Okay. Uh, when will we see Jesse Delgado? Jesse Delgado. We
0: will see him in January.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: Well, there's uh twelve days
0: left. Yeah. Let's look at the. Let's um. I wonder what Illinois's schedule looks like um i think we'll see him i think we'll see him nothing sure no inside info um but yeah i think we're gonna see him in january he's gonna be back i know he'll be back um there were some rumors swirling that he might not be but he is that is untrue um so we'll see him now they have
1: nebraska northwestern this coming weekend
0: okay that seems like the weekend to bring him back tim lambert's good he can get a Potentially a ranked win. Tim Lambert's been looking good um, and, and um, should be able to win at Northwestern. Um, maybe two weigh ins in three days is tough on him. I don't Okay,
1: so let's look at this. This is what Illinois has coming up uh, Nebraska, Northwestern, Maryland, Purdue, Wisconsin, uh, National Bulls uh, mm-hmm. versus Kent State, that qualifying round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. He, he, and then regular National blues, uh should they win against Kansas State? So, a potential, I don't know how the brackets will play out. Potential matchup with nation there, um, but if that doesn't happen, he might not hit a ranked opponent until Big Ten. Well, if he
0: wrestles Tim Lambert, he'll have wrestled a ranked opponent. Um, oh, yeah. yeah so, right. But he would have to do I mean, that means he's going to wrestle in, like, four days, so... We'll see if that happens. Um, I don't know. He's got three more duels in January. We'll see if he comes out for one of them. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. Does he does he even care where he gets seated at Big Ten's? Um, and how do you see that is is an interesting question. Returning Big Ten national champion, but he's he's not going to have beaten Gilman. He's not going to have beaten Tomasello. He's not going to have beaten a lot of the other good guys. So he probably gets dropped in there, and, and it probably really doesn't make a bit of difference where you put him. Um, yeah. he's, he's the favorite going in so I just think they're being careful with him and I think we'll see him um, sooner and I hope so because it's better um, wrestling's better when there's better wrestlers so I hope he's back soon and and kind of segueing from Delgado what's up with him Hunter Steber, we'd seen him for three matches now we don't see him this weekend and then interesting wrinkle Micah Jordan who's wrestled at 157 All year long, cuts down to 149 for the Purple Raider Open and wins. Um, So, and that's something you don't see a lot. Uh, Guys are redshirting; they they wrestle at that weight. They don't cut a lot of weight. If anything, especially especially in January. Yeah. If anything, if you see a weight change, maybe Michael would have started at 149, and then okay, they
1: go up at the end. All right, I'm not. Well, most of them go up at 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 the end of the year, second semester. Um, Oh so, I did not notice that uh, Christian good pickup there. That could be that could be a possibility right. I mean, listen, I think that Tom Ryan, every indication from Tom Ryan in Ohio State is that they are, betting the, they, are they are mortgaging a farm to get a national title this year. Yeah So I don't think you know putting two, two and two together, I don't think that's out of, the, out of the realm of possibility. Might we see Micah Jordan step into the line at 49 if Hunter can't go? Now, Hunter, to me, man, uh, I know he's injured, but to be his, you know, we found out later that Brody, uh, Brody Brandon Sorensen's legit, right? Yeah, for sure. Now, Hunter Schieber was, in my opinion, he was beating him soundly. I don't know, He wasn't beating him by a wide margin, but he was beating him soundly. Yeah. Uh, and then he in. So I think you know, in addition to issues right now, probably from being injured, and lot of that probably. But uh, what do you what do you think? I mean, uh, what do you think of the one thirty nine dynamic there?
0: Um, for 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 Ohio State, I think. Yeah. Um, uh I think no hunt or no title. And as good, you know, I love all things Jordans. And I
1: think Micah's going to be really good. Love them. I want to get you some, like, I got to get you some Jordan stuff. Maybe a family picture. I'm going to ask Jeff to send you a Christmas card, you know, with, like, all the boys and maybe, like, a uh, uh, like a golden retriever in it. <laughs> because you really love the Jordans. I do.
0: I think they're awesome. I just think they're so
1: good. Um,
0: It's like, well, here's the thing. They wouldn't have them cut down if he wasn't better than Randy Langus, right? Randy Langus been the ultimate team guy. He's been plugging at 49 and 57 for this team for years. Actually, he's been at 41 before too. Um, and he's always been solid. So he's got to be beating Langus pretty well. You got to figure if this is the way they're going, but I, maybe they're just, okay, let's get Micah down there. Let's have him ready. Let's see what he looks like at 149 just in case. But I think, unless hunter's done and the thing is this injury he's got it's not going to get better it's it it apparently needs surgery and it's just going to be something where you suck it up and deal with it if you can and it if you get it operated on you're done for the year so i think that's where he is um so i i don't know man i don't know what the heck they're gonna do um it's a crazy situation but if there's any way hunter can go and be some of what he's been—that—that's the direction you gotta go, right? Because as good as Micah is, is he ready to step in and, and place as a freshman? I mean, there's no—you don't know either way because he, yeah, he's undefeated on the year, um. But what does that honestly mean? You know, he beat Jake Danishek, who's another true freshman. He beat um, uh, what's his name, Solomon Shisco, who's another good true freshman.
1: So he's beaten good guys that were good in high of, school. Hey, I say, I say, if there's I say you go with them. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Language ain't doing it. Language probably won't even qualify for nationals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. All right. So, all right. Like, Language has limited, limited, uh, like his ceiling's not high. For sure. All right. Uh Hunter, a lot of people are writing Hunter off. I think Hunter's still. Very good. If, I mean, it, well, put this way: everybody's super, super, duper high on on Brandon Sorensen, and Hunter was beating him for six minutes and thirty seconds. Right? Right, right, right. And and looked relatively easy doing it. Now, Hunter did have some setbacks, but I mean, Hunter's there, man. Hunter's amazing. Um, if he if he can get to the point where he's healthy and has a gas tank, then it's a no brainer. However, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, And, it, you know, it's, if you don't have a gas tank in a duel, you're not going to have a gas tank in a Big Ten or NCAAs. So what are, what are you risking? What are you, what are you risking? When you have Micah Jordan's eligibility for the potential to score some points and contribute to a national title? Uh, well, so, you know, what you're risking is, here's
0: what you're risking. You're sending out a true freshman who is in li- all likelihood not going to place, and you were taking his true freshman year and eliminating that instead of having him his fifth year senior year. And when you compare that production, what it's going to inevitably be—that's the risk for. So what? So, you, so, so I, what? I, so I, you so you don't I, get a title. I, 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 so you waste his year of eligibility, and you still don't get a title. And even if and he, even if he Macintosh, places, a
1: little bit of McIntosh. there with well, several cases. All right, so so you're you're gonna. You're going to risk. You're not going to put your team in the best position to win a national title because you don't want to trade. And so because a guy will be a four-time, three-time and say of a four-timer, or so, or potentially. I mean, that's and that's potentially. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying Mike is the guy that's going to elevate him. But I'm saying if the possibility exists at all that he will contribute team points in what is definitely going to be a tight.
0: NCAA race. All right, but here's the thing, Willie. It ain't tight if it's not a title contender at 149. If he comes in and place, places 7th or 6th or 5th, it, it's not going to matter. They're not going to win. That's what but, I'm but, saying. Why? Why aren't they going to win? They're not going to score enough points, Willie. They're far behind right now. They're far behind. I have, okay, for example, I have Hunter ranked 7th right now. So they're scoring 7th place team points. And they are. Let me pull this up. Um, well, that's a different
1: story. That's a different. How's it a different story? It's the NCAA scoring. They're like. You know oh. what I'm saying? If you think it's if you think that Ohio State is such a long shot, then then maybe you think well, okay. Then I then I'm on board with you. Right. I'm of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that it's you know they have a shot.
0: Well, I've got them twenty six and a and, half and points behind, behind Iowa. Sure.
1: James English took something last year, and was a difference in the team title. That, so that uh, team,
0: that team had David Taylor and Ed Ruth. They've got
1: one Logan Steber and nothing I'm not, else. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> you you can say seventh place points are marginal, but they do make a difference.
0: Uh, yeah, but you have to be at a certain level, certain point for them to make a difference. You have to have guys, uh, a lot of guys scoring a lot of points for them to make a difference. Is my point and. Until we see, um, you know, maybe Bo is a title contender. I don't see it like I maybe once did. I think he's probably second or third. And, you know, Thomas Sells look good, but he's had some tough moments. And Snyder's um, good, not getting to his offense like maybe I thought he would. So uh, I, I just – I was – you, you who, you're talking to the guy that picked them preseason, that picked Hunter Stieber to win a title, that picked them, uh, Ohio State, to win it, and maybe
1: it wouldn't even be close okay. – all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, you know, I, to, to be honest, I don't know the college team race dynamic projection points right now. I, I, I'm not, I don't dig up all into that right now. Okay. So uh, I, I, I'll defer to you. If you think that if you think the Ohio State is too far away from making a legitimate run, then of course no, They'll... Don't burn red Redshirt, but if you think that there can be in the hunt, then then yeah, I would I would sacrifice um, a title shot in four years from now for for team points issue. That's I, I that's what I would do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I obviously I agree with that, but that was my whole point that team not,
1: titles are so
0: yeah, all right, so so um. What else? Out, what else? So, Purdue, man, like you've been like all about Coach Ersling, Coach of the Year, Coach of the Year. And, man, uh, it's getting tough to deny uh, when, when you look at the results. And the general improvement of this team, I mean, this team beats Northwestern, who um, I have ranked, let's see where. I've got them ranked 11th in the country, okay? And now here again, dual results and t- tournament results. I mine are tournament rankings and this shows the the rampant the rampant disparity. <laughs> um, but still it's a win over Northwestern. Um and and Purdue's looking good, you know. Atwood well, Atwood's what? Here's
1: my thing. I mean they they have right they have individuals that are they're performing better. Uh like Welsh two must win Sabatello wrestling good. Atwood of course um but this is my thing for Coach of the Year. You can, you can see that the, the all boats have been lifted. All their guys, whether they're superstars or not, whether, they're, whether they are um, national title contenders, all-American contenders or not, you can see that their whole team has been elevated in ability and, and, and performance. Um, with... The same cast of guys. Now, remember, Tony Erskine got a late jump there. Yeah. Uh, the same cast of guys from last year, Tony Erskine has turned into a bunch of fighters, and, and these guys are competing. Yeah. Um, now, it's one thing to say, Coach of the Year, you've been at a place for 10 years, and And your team is a national title contender. Right. Coach of the year. Right. All right. Now, okay, you're doing a great job. Obviously, your team's a national title contender. But when you take, like, an also-ran team that had little life, and within nine months, that same, those same uh, uh, composition, the team composed of the same guys are wrestling dramatically better. Yeah, that's one hell of a job. Look at Bill O'Brien in the NFL. That team won five games last year, or something like that—three games or four games, right? I Think like two. The Houston Texans. Yeah. This awful. year, this year, same team, probably a worst quarterback situation. They started like seventeen quarterbacks, and they win nine games. Uh, to me, that's that's when you. <laughs> It
0: just, it's very clear that the guy knows what he's doing. All right, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Doug Welch, who beat James Green last week, beat Dylan Alton this week, having a nice year. He's got one sketchy loss to Louis Mascola. Every other loss has been good, and he's got two um, of, of the best wins in the country, honestly. Here's his year last year. He was 5-7. and seven. He lost to John Boyle, Alex Hudson, Paul Hancock, um, Ness, uh, Emmanuel kerr Brown, a- 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 Andrew Romanchick, Uh those are all guys that be- Those are all guys that beat him. I mean, he was not even uh, close to being a qualifier as a redshirt sophomore. As a redshirt sophomore, that's where he was, and now look yeah. where he is. I mean, that's 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 amazing. And yeah, Atwood definitely. Atwood was the best guy coming into this year by far. I think he was their only ranked guy, as a matter of fact. And he has struggled mightily but he's starting to come around he beat polizzi this weekend which is a nice win and um at um, uh, sabatello beats gulubon that's a nice yeah, win too
1: Euro. i would like to see take of
0: that. yeah and i think we probably you probably can with the the big 10 thing i was able to watch a good bit uh of that stuff so what what, what so, else can yeah, you say i mean i i keep i keep banging the ursland drum if not uh, ursland then who who's even in competition
1: uh, i keep i keep banging ursland drum he's my guy man and i uh it, but it's not, it's not fidelity. It's not friendship and why I'm, why I'm, uh, are you friends, with, are you for, friends with him? Well, uh, Tony Harrison's my homeboy. You are a homeboy. But, okay. uh, but, uh, it's not, it's not because of that, that, I, that I'm advocating for him. I think it's freaking clear. Now I, I was writing down notes, you know, um, I'm always writing, jotting down notes, uh, as they come into my brain. But, uh, I was thinking maybe me and you would do a show on teams that are, uh, you know, uh, guys that are over, not overperforming or overachieving, but uh, who's doing the best coaching jobs? And uh, I wrote down Ursuline and I wrote down uh, Papalizio. Because I think NC State, I think all boats have been lifted there too. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: that's definitely possible. Uh, the, the, he's doing a nice job there. I think, I think we saw that coming. I mean, when you saw what he did at Binghamton, you know it's just kind of, so you kind yeah. of when you just assume like we didn't know what Tony Erzlund was going to bring we thought it was going to be better. We we knew it it couldn't be worse, right? Like Purdue just <laughs> had no offense, but they just didn't have a pulse right now there's life. Um but we knew it's like okay, Poplesi at NC State that's going to go well. Like you know. I mean, he did well at Binghamton for crying out loud. Um so yeah, yeah, exactly right and I think I think he's coaching them up there as well. So good job by them and, and kind of transitioning Penn State took some lumps on the road. Um, Welch beats yeah, all right, Sabatella we, um, beats Gulabon, and then Theobald of Rutgers beats Bites. So not, a, not the Bites, best. Did Bites lose twice this weekend? Or no, what, what did Bites do? I, I think he just lost to Theobald Um, oh. yeah, that's what I think happened.
1: Okay. Uh, all right, so we, might hey, I'm looking at the clock. We got four minutes left. Uh-oh. We covered a lot of things uh, in depth. I think it was a good show. But hit on some of the Hit on some of the things quickly that we didn't hit. That we but didn't what hit. I, what crazy right. thing. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> Pierce Harger, Tech Fall, Taylor Walsh. Okay, so I watched unbelievable. unbelievable. So Taylor Walsh has pinned him twice with headlocks this year. And Taylor, Taylor
1: pin, Taylor pin, Harger Tech. Figure that out.
0: Yeah, okay, but I watched the match. It was it was literally a three-move match, Willie. Really. Um, Harger shot a single, and like uh, Walsh didn't bail out, and he got cradled up for five right at the end of the first. Then um, Walsh either took top or, or um, Harger took bottom, and he got reversed to his back. He got too high with legs, got reversed to his back for five more. Okay, almost got pinned again. Time runs out in sec- the third period, he's on top again, gets reversed to his back again for five more. And that's the match. It was three <laughs> moves. So I don't it's 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 bizarre. Normally a tech fall is like a series of you know takedowns and turns. Right, right. It was just like three literally three moves. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like a reversal, and then he worked him over. It was like no, he reversed him to his back. Reversed him, so it was crazy it was, but it, it happened. And, and there were maybe rumors from that Walsh was injured, but I didn't see any evidence of that. I just saw him get his, his tail whooped. So I, it was just good yeah. job. And the thing is Pierce hogger has been there in that match. And then he gets pinned, right? Like he's right there. He's yeah. right there. Yeah. And then he was winning when he got pinned, um, at Midlands, I believe I thought he had a takedown or something, but that's just the, when you're a home run hitter, like Walsh, sometimes you strike out and he, he had an O for day, uh, against Pierce Harger who is rounding into a, a pretty tough guy so that was interesting um,
1: so uh, here's another one we gotta hit this real quick uh, Zach Horan with a good win over Le'Veon May how about yeah. that one yeah Levon. that, means, uh, that was 5-3 takedown Haran. Horan to put it in overtime, take down Horan in overtime.
0: Yeah, um, and I I sadly have not gotten to watch that one. LeVon was a guy I've been hyping this entire season, coming into it, so I felt kind of good when he was doing well. He won the scuffle, but um, he, Horan's, Horan's a guy that's won big matches before, and this is a conference preview, and, and like we said with Missouri, th- we know they're three big guns, but it's guys like LeVon that can't lose matches like this at NCAs if, if because they're getting a lot of title love, and I've been kind of maybe s- – Cooling the jets of that to an extent, and this is
1: why. I think it's legit, Christian. I know we, we don't have time to get into it. Maybe, maybe next time. Um, and for those listening, uh, well, hopefully, you know, we we do this show more often because I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and, and I think it's informative. But uh, maybe next time we do this show, which should be soon, we get into Missouri's title uh, reality. You know, title discussion, um, which I think is is a very good possibility. Other people don't agree with me, but I I, I think Missouri has a real shot. Um, we're almost out of time. Yeah. But uh, oh, here's another one. Uh, Mays lost ran, Haram. But Pike, uh, Pike beat La Valley too. So exactly. that's the right track for Missouri going down. And uh, the one last thing I wanted to say before I, I let Christian close it out is congrats to Rutgers on the first Big Ten win ever uh, over Maryland. Uh, so tip of the cap to Scott Gooddale and company over there. Um, and, uh, Christian, what, what, what else? Close that's, it out. That's
0: it. I love this. This was a blast. Willie. Thanks for for hopping on here. Flow Wrestling Radio Live Episode 3 is now in the books. One hour. And um, I loved it. Thanks thanks for coming, Willie.
1: All right. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us, Christian. Um, I think it's going to have the archive of this up if you want to listen to it later. Um, and, And give us some feedback on the show and on the topics that we hit. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time on Flow Wrestling Radio Live.